T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one... They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Good morning and welcome. It's 806. You're tuned to the Bob Rose Show. Time check brought to you by Hayes Jewelers, where the answer is always yes. Got all the headlines, all the issues coming your way. But first, we have a special guest on the line, and uh, he is Congressman Mike Walsh. Good morning, sir. Thanks for joining us this morning. Hey, good morning. Good to be with you. I was teasing ahead, and I accidentally called you the governor of Florida. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I guess let's get this out of the way. If Governor DeSantis decided to, you know, move on to other things, would that be something you'd be interested in? Well, look, uh, we have a great governor, and as far as I'm concerned, he's running for re-election and going to serve another four years. So uh, we'll talk about it in a couple of years, man. We'll uh, you caught me. You caught me with that one, Pete. Yeah, well, that sounds like a maybe. Well, I accidentally, uh, I, I have seen, you know, I've said things that actually come to fruition later. Um, but uh, no, it's one of those crazy things. We, we appreciate you indulging me for, for a moment on that. Um, no worry. You know, one, one of the times we spoke, you know, I asked, I think, about Zelensky and the fact that he's, uh, you know, Soros put him into power. But I never hear anybody in D.C. kind of talking about that or questioning that. In other words... Are we taking the chance on putting up blood and treasure and things like that for a Soros, uh, you know, uh, puppet? Yeah, look, I mean, I share the concern. Anything Soros touches, uh, believe me, has me worried. Uh, But on the other hand, yeah, we just have to look at what the guy has done. Uh, When I was out there last year, he had just replaced some of these kind of old guards trained in Russia, Soviet mentality cabinet ministers with Western-leaning, Western-oriented, uh, by all accounts from our embassy, not corrupt uh, uh, leaders. And then look at all the choices he's had. He could have done what um, President Ghani of Afghanistan did. He could have gotten on a helicopter with a bag of cash. He could have hid in a bunker. He could have gotten a payout from Putin and just walk away. Uh, but he's he's staying in the fight, and believe me, the intelligence is clear. Putin is doing everything he can to kill him. Uh, every time I see Zelensky up on the screen, you know, and every time he comes online, every time he comes up on the Internet, they can find him, and I'm waiting on a Russian cruise missile to fly through the window. Uh, so, you know, I just have to go by what he's doing, uh, what, what I'm seeing, what the intelligence is reporting in terms of his governance, and the guy is stepping up to lead. Uh, and I think he's got a chance to actually defeat the Russians. 
And, and, and are you, I guess, are you surprised by that? Do you think Putin is surprised by that? Do you think the Russian military is nowhere near maybe what we perceive their abilities to be? Because I don't hear anything about their Air Force at all. Yeah, so I think everybody's surprised by it. We have to remember, this guy was like, he was a late-night comedian just a few years ago. This is kind of like if Jay Leno or Jimmy Kimmel <laughs> became the president of a country and then becomes a wartime president and is actually leading from the front. So it absolutely surprised Putin. I think it surprised the world. Uh, but he's rallied the Europeans. He's shamed the Europeans. Uh, and uh, rallied rallied his people on the Russian military. Look, Putin is one of the world's best poker players. Uh, he's been playing and bluffing on a you know on a pair of nine for years. He modernized his nuclear arsenal, which we need to obviously be very worried about, and some key special forces units. And he has these mercenaries, the Wagner Group. That's what he used down in Syria. But his broader military apparatus. Uh, is is old, it's decrepit, the morale is low, uh, and after all of this, we need to look at why our intelligence got it so wrong. Well, and, and what about his intelligence? Uh, apparently Ukraine's helped to out yeah. many agents across Europe, but if he's got all these agents everywhere, some say that's actually double the number that they outed, um, how did they get it so wrong in terms of Ukraine actually standing up and fighting back? Well, that's a great point. And when you're, you know, essentially a dictatorship, you surround yourself with yes men because you're worried, constantly looking over your shoulder and worried about your grip on power. Uh, you know, who knows what was being fed into Putin uh, by his generals and by his uh, intelligence apparatus. I can tell you he has fired or put on house arrest or you know, removed uh, two of his top intelligence officials. Now, it's unclear whether that's because Obviously, they got it so wrong or because those are the individuals he thought may maneuver on him uh, in terms of seizing power or both. It could be both. But clearly, they got it wrong as well. And clearly, we got the Ukrainians wrong. And one of the things I want to get to the bottom of is we were actually there with Ukrainians training with them. We've had Green Berets, my fellow Green Berets, right. there since 2014. I think all of that training is paying off. It definitely shows. But why didn't we have a better assessment of their capabilities and their will to fight? You know, just very quickly, it's easy to count planes and tanks and ships. It's much more difficult from an intelligence standpoint to factor in morale, will to fight, capabilities, logistics, maintenance. You know, all of these those things that actually make a military go, uh, even if you have more planes and tanks and ships, if you don't have those other things, uh, you're going to lose. And that's what we're seeing with the Russians. So I've got, you know, this, we'll call it a game. Is it in the first quarter? Are we at halftime? And at the end, how do you think this will end? Will it end peacefully? Will Zelensky negotiate something that everybody can be happy, well, Putin can be happy with? Or do you think this yeah. is just escalating? Well, it depends on what you, I mean, in terms of measuring the game, what you measure as success. Um, you know, I would say we're, we're, we're through the first quarter. We're definitely through phase one, and uh, Putin has not, has absolutely not achieved his ob objectives. He thought this would be game over uh, right now, just like it was, and with good reason, uh, because that's what happened in Crimea in 2014 and the Donbass in 2014. 
the world kind of kicked and screamed a little while and then moved on, and, and he achieved his aims. Uh, I think he went too big, too complex, more than his military could handle, uh, number one. Um, and, you know, in terms of, two, how this ends, I do think we are starting to see some maneuvering towards a negotiated ceasefire, at least. Um, and the key pieces of that are going to be Zelensky's uh, move towards NATO. That's actually not his choice alone. It's baked into the Ukrainian Constitution to get into NATO. So how, you know, he has signaled he's willing to back off of that demand. I think that's a huge concession on his part. But the, the critical pieces are going to be what's the status of this area that Russia has captured, particularly Crimea and eastern Ukraine. Is Zelensky prepared to give that up for good in order to save his country from getting turned into rubble? Uh, and that's that's just a brutally tough decision. Yeah, it, it really is. I know uh, Russia wants this kind of land bridge, if you will, kind of you know giving them easier access that's to right. yeah Crimea. So that's uh, that's a well, tough one. Well, I was just going to say, look what what Putin wanted. I mean, he he shot for the whole country, uh, and and he obviously isn't going to get it. But most of Ukraine's industrial, mining, heavy industries are in the east. Uh, and then that access to the Black Sea is something that every Russian leader has wanted, you know, back to the czars. And, and, and even before that, that warm water port, that warm water ocean access. Uh, but right now he's struggling to get the major port town of Odessa. So he may settle with that land bridge that Mariupol is in the center of, that land bridge between eastern Ukraine and Crimea. That may be what he settles for and then, uh, you know, tries to defend it. Um, and you're going to see trench-style warfare along those lines as those lines settle, just like they did after 2014. Maybe he would have been more successful if he followed what you thought his game plan would be. If I remember correctly, you thought maybe Odessa would be one of the first targets. Yeah, I think he went too broad. Uh, he tried to go after too many things, uh, and it was clearly more than his military could logistically support. Um, Odessa, uh, it, I mean, look, I would never say I was him. But from a military standpoint, Odessa is the prize. Uh, but they, you know, they went after that, seems like, as their fourth or fifth priority. Uh, and then, obviously, Kiev. Um, but I really thought, back to your point, if he underestimated Zelensky and his government, I really thought, uh, you know, P- Putin believed he would fold. And he would do one of those things that we described, either leave, take a payout, um, or, or just surrender. Well, we always appreciate you keeping in touch with us, uh, you know, the latest information, and uh, we wish you Godspeed in dealing with this whole scenario effectively from mostly the sidelines, but like you said, your brothers are there helping uh, <laughs> helping to train. So uh, we, we appreciate it, and let's stay in touch. Congressman Mike Waltz, thank you, sir. Absolutely. Thanks so much. Talk to you soon. All righty. Yeah, I almost, I almost gave him a different gig there. Well, mm-hmm. he didn't say no. He just said, uh, you know, we got four more years of... Uh, That's thing. me. I accidentally trip and fall on something. Uh-huh. 817 on the Bob Rose Show. Back to the headlines. Florida news and more coming up. News Talk 97.3 The Sky. Hang on. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. 
Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly.